Welcome back to The Social. As many of you know, this segment is called Getting Social, which is my favorite part of the show, where I speak to an inspiring leader or guest or actor or creative. And this week, I have the brilliant Ashley Waters with me. Hi, sir. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for being on the show. How is lockdown treating you? Um, treating me well so far. I've had a really good um, lockdown experience. As obviously we all know that it's been it's been devastating for most people. I think yeah. um, whatever whatever level you're at um, in business, in life, or whatever, it's been it's been really hard for most. But um, I've just managed to embrace the 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 good that's come from it. The the fact that I've been able to spend a lot of time with my family that I wouldn't usually get throughout, throughout the year. Um, you know, homeschooling with my daughter and stuff like that has been amazing for me. Um, as hard as as hard as it's been, um, and I've had a lot of wins as well, career-wise. So I've been I had a lot of time to focus on my career and direction I want to go. So that's all been good. Um, I so love yeah, making yeah, making a you know lemons out of lemonade, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can't way. listen. You can't. You can't. You can't change can't change most things in life you know what I mean but you what you can do is work on yourself so mm. take these moments to 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 focus on the things I need to change in myself um and that will it trickles down it works amen I love it beautiful so I'm gonna get right into it um while I was doing research for this interview um I, I realized you've actually been doing kind of acting for quite a long time a lot of people knew you first on the scene as Asher D in So Solid Crew, of course. But you went to Sylvia Young Theatre School from a very, very young age. Um, I guess my question for you is, what was it about acting then that really drew you, that attracted you? And what, what is it about acting now? Have, have your reasons uh, changed? Yeah, no, I think in, initially um, acting for me was, um, it wasn't even a thing I wanted to do. Um, music, music was, my main thing from a really, really young age, I was into music. I was mm. kind of exposed to music a lot in the home through my mom, through her vinyl, old school records and stuff like that. But um, what happened was my cousin, um, his mom was working a lot and my mom became his chaperone. So she would take him to castings, to auditions, to, to theatre school, to Sylvia Young. He was at Sylvia Young first. Um, and I would just always have to tag along. I was always the one, you know, with, with my mum. Dragging kind of your feet. Through, yeah, 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 dragging my feet and going with them. And I think one day we went for an audition for um, a play. It was a play in the West End. And um, the guy that was there taking the audition just said to my mum, you might as well just put him in as well. Wow. And, and, I, and, I, and I got it. And it just went from there. So I joined Sylvia Young after that. So I had to really learn to love it. I would, I, I would say I didn't really enjoy acting mm -hmm. or see myself doing it mm -hmm. until I did Bullet Boy. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the time before it was kind of like, you know, I was doing it, I was working, I was doing bits and bobs here mm -hmm. and there, but mm -hmm. it wasn't, I didn't like the process. I didn't like waiting around so much. I'm, I'm quite an right. impatient person. Likewise. And, and you, a, lot, a lot needs to be greenlit as well for actors, for things to go ahead. You're always waiting on somebody else to tell you you could do your job, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you're always at someone else's beck and call. So um, mm. yeah, it's kind of that didn't, doesn't, it still doesn't really appeal to me now. No. It, does, it does a bit more now. I'm, I'm more behind the scenes myself, but 
yeah, back then it was it was tough. And what was it about Bullet Boy that made you go, okay, cool, I'm actually there's something in this. I'm in love with this process. There's an art form here. Was did it happen kind of gradually during the filming of that? Um, no, not during the filming. It was it was more what came after. Okay. Um, I'm like, if you most actors are are attention seekers, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They like they like praise. They like praise and they like, um, you know, Adulation like, and, and, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, people yeah, just yeah. to tell them that they're good. They need that. Um, they need that validation. And after I did Bullet Boy, um, I won an award. You know, I went through that whole award process at the British Independent Film Awards. And, um, you know, that was good. Bringing my mum red carpet, you know, uh, gala, yeah. this sort of dinner thing, yeah, yeah. whatever. So feeling yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling myself. Dead. Someone's giving yeah. recognition. Yeah, finally kind of, of course. you know, getting paid enough money to, you know, do some stuff with it and whatever. Mm, mm. So at that point is when I kind of thought to myself, all right, cool, you know, everyone's saying I can do this. So maybe, maybe I can yes. do it. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it takes other people kind of seeing you before you can see yourself though, absolutely. And we've got to listen to our nearest and dearest that, that can go, actually, you know what, Ash, like you, you got something. And, oh, maybe yeah. I do. Or, you know, and it, and it takes that kind of perspective because we don't always see ourselves. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent right. Mm. Yeah, it's really hard to, um, when you, you know, where I come from and the life I led kind of before that point, this wasn't um, in in the plans, you know, to be in that position. You know, I just, when I did Bullet Boy, I'd just come out of prison. Yeah. Um, and as far as I was concerned, my life was over at that yeah. point. So. so to be sitting like a year later at this award ceremony, Wild. getting the award and whatever, and people to, you know, agents wanted to sign you up and everything happening. I was just like, wow. So um, yeah, and I went with it, I embraced it. Beautiful. Life is crazy. Life is a trip, man. And then it's so mm. nice that you went and you surrendered to the process. Now you seem like a pretty kind of low-key, humble guy. I was watching some interviews of you, and you're just you're just chill, which which is lovely, and I love it. But a lot of people now really consider you to be this kind of like black British icon. How does that feel? Being, you know, like a veteran of the game now, and being so kind of celebrated in an iconic sense of the word. Do you wake up every um, feeling real good about yourself? No, I mean, I don't really take it on board in that sense. I mean, like, sure. listen, you know, what I'm about is um, not trying to fix something that isn't necessarily broke. Sure. So mm -hmm. um, I try and feel like, make sure I feel like a newcomer every day, which keeps the fire and the hunger in my belly, you know what I mean? Mm. But um, when it comes to kind of, you know, the whole icon status, I think um, that can only be really um embraced or won by me um still being inspirational to to others sure. um and you know ego aside it's like i just try and um try and create avenues that obviously push me forward but leave something um for others to kind of to, to grab onto um and to come through and i think that's what's that's what that's what's put me in a good position when it comes to that i feel like people talk about the work I've done or whatever, but mainly mm. because of what I'm doing for the community in that sense, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I, te I, I tend to, to give to it a lot. Um, and that's something I've learned to do, especially in the last few years. My kind of, my whole my whole thing has been about that, like waking up every day um, and trying to not care about my own feelings, but care about other people's mm. feelings. 
more. Um, how would other people feel when I do certain things? It's hard, you know, it's the hardest thing in the world to kind of maintain that that attitude. But um, but as long as you've got it in, in your mind, it's, you know, you're, you're progressing. Absolutely. And also, you know, it comes back to you tenfold. I so believe in kind of the universal law and what you give, you receive, whether that be good or bad. And yeah. if you kind of operate with this mindset of abundance and mindset of being generous in whatever way, whether your time, your energy, your money, whatever it is, it does come back. And that's a lesson for anyone in any position who can turn around and open the door a little bit more. Because for most people that are hungry, that are coming up maybe after you, they just need that little bit of help. They're already hungry. They're already got that raw talent maybe, but they probably just need you know a nudge in the right direction. So beautiful yeah, exactly. you. Exactly. It's just about doing the next do the next right thing. Absolutely. You know I mean? Next right thing. Now, the roles that you play always seem very kind of multifaceted to me. There's a certain kind of authenticity in every single kind of character and there's a certain grittiness to them as well. No character is just black or just white. Why do you think that is? Do you feel like you're attracted to a certain... Yeah, I think... I've, I. I'm attracted to naturally attracted to roles that um, that speak to me, and I guess when they speak to me, they're about they have a piece of me in them, or mm. or maybe sometimes some a piece that I don't have, you know, that I think is missing from myself. Um, a lot of it is about therapy. Is is like, you know, um, there's a lot of roles that I've done that um, I've gone into not knowing whether I could accomplish them wow. or do them in the right way and um, for me that's a that's a challenge and it often brings out um it brings out you know it brings out a lot of pain in in yourself because mm -hmm. i think the, the, the struggle for me is something that i've grown up with um i've mm. always been in a struggle you know what i mean i've mm. always been in a position where i've had to fight mm. real hard to get whatever I, I wanted so anything that's easy just that uh, you know you it doesn't really it. attract me that much yeah, yeah I'm not, i just don't have no respect for it i try and um try and always put myself in the deep end as much as possible when it comes to to what i'm doing so i guess that's kind of what what, what brings out the greatness in the roles and like i said there's always there's always a piece of me in the part i'm playing mm -hmm. like a hundred percent there's always a piece of me in it that's beautiful and also kind of what you've said that i want to touch on real quickly about throwing yourself in the deep end and forcing yourself to swim you actually over time and over a lot of life experiences you see yourself evolve and grow and get through so much not only professionally but also personally that you kind of know no matter what this character is going to reveal to me about me i'm good because i've done this before in some yeah. other shape or form yeah yeah 100 that's it it's like i'm comfortable in that in that position a lot of people um, try and stay in their comfort zone, do you know what I'm saying? But for me, it's like, you know, like with shows like Top Boy, when we're filming yeah. Top Boy, it's a lot of people don't know, but it's a lot of pain and heartache. It's a lot of disputes. It's a lot of people not um, agreeing on how things should go and mm. the way it should be and whatever. And I relish in that. I kind of sit back and laugh because that just, that is the formula. Fire. Yeah, yeah well, it's the, it's the fire and it's the formula of what makes the show so great it's all of those little arguments and debates and you Opinions know power struggles how things are going to be yeah, represented that's what makes it so good so the more that happens it's like the more i know the show is going to be received well by by people i love that because everybody cares they really do 
And and I guess on that note, then after a particularly lengthy day at set, is it really ever difficult sometimes for you to see maybe where you know Deshawn ends and Ashley begins? You know, how how much do you become your characters, and can you leave that at the door when you come home to your family? Uh, it can be difficult at times, but I don't I don't really struggle with that too much.、Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 not really with the Shane.、Um, kind of over the, it's, I mean, it's been a, that's been a, like a ten, eleven, twelve year journey now, kind of playing that character.、Um, so I think what does happen though is it just kind of a bit of it. It becomes a bit of you, you know,、mm. vice versa.、Mm. Um, and I suppose people around me get used to that as well. But、um, you kind of walk yeah, with his walk a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind yeah. of yeah, you know,、okay. and it, it's easy to to slip into it because you do it so much. But、um, sorry, my door was just right. That's、up. okay.、Um, but yeah, like so, I don't know. I just try and、um, I have to s- separate the two. But I think I, I, it benefits me by having such a. I've got a really good family.、Mm. I've got a lot of kids.、Mm. Um, my domestic life is, you know, is full. Domestic. Yeah, yeah, it's domestic. <laughs>、right. It's full of. It's full of things for me to do, so yeah, you, you kind of have to check check your、um, yeah. your hat at the door when you come in. And they'll、uh, let that make you because your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They、I、remind they remind you on a daily basis, exactly. So it's a great humble experience. Beautiful. Well, thank you very much. We're gonna take a very very quick、uh, break, but please do join us again after the break as we will get into some more gems with Ashley Waters. What's up, guys? You are listening to the Beat London with me, Bashak, on my show, The Social. We are going to get back into the Getting Social segment with Mr. Ashley Waters. Hi, sir. How are you doing? Oh, good. It's good to be back.、Good、Still here be... with us? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Let's go. I love it. I love it. He's he's, he's waiting for my questions, guys. <laughs> All right.、So、I've got to ask. Right? Okay. I've got to ask this. As we know, Channel Four chose not to commission kind of season three of the original Top Boy, kind、yeah. of first half, even though it was such a fan favorite. What was that feeling like for you and the entire crew when you guys all realized that actually the gears were turning and Drake and his camp, right, randomly signed on、uh, to、yeah. help bring this show to life? Did it show to you that you know the universe works in? Mysterious ways and support could come from crazy places. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a reminder of that for me. It was a reminder of that fact because、um, my whole life has been like that. Like we were saying earlier on, you know, I've always I've lived by universal law, law of attraction. Do you know what I mean? That's been my whole life. Anything I've wanted, I put it out there. You know what I mean? And it's come back to me as long as I've been prepped and prepared for prepared for the opportunities.、Um, So yeah, it was no, you know, I did fight, I did fight for for Top Boy for many years after it、yeah. was cancelled,、yeah. um, trying to find a reason, trying to find out, and that was maybe that probably blocked the blessing for a minute、mm. because、um, you know I was I was I was ringing up Channel Four, I was ringing up the producers like yo, like、What's、come、that? on, yeah,、right. like this show is dope and everyone loves it and whatever, but you know natural things came into play like streaming Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know the growth of YouTube、um, and the growth of you know the our culture in the UK, kind of going overseas, and that's what led to Drake hearing about you know Top Boy, and he, I think he watched he watched the first two seasons or whatever on YouTube. 
mm-hmm. just literally piecing it together on YouTube. I think you know they have like part one, part right, two. Right, right, right. They kind of bootleg. Yeah, yeah, the bootleg versions or whatever. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So big up to whoever put them out there or whatever. Amen. Um, yeah, so that's how you kind of fucked it. And he's just that sort of guy, you know, he, sh- he shows love a lot, um, especially yes. over in the UK. So when he reached out to me, yeah, I mean, listen, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was overwhelmed. I was like, it's amazing to know that like the rest of the world is watching it and they've grown, his, his audience has grown. Um, but most definitely when we realized it was coming back and he was an instrumental part in that, we were, we were very, very pleased, very pleased. That is amazing. Um, that's really really cool and and i guess for him you know he just went off of your authenticity because you guys are real and the storylines that are created um are so very real i actually read that you know ronan bennett who is the creator of top boy for those of you who don't know actually mm. goes into the community and he consults the community and he talks to the people and he brings those storylines back to you guys where you can argue and, and discuss right what yeah yeah 100 that's the most that's the realest thing about Ronan because um, I feel like there's a lot of you know it's one of those things where as, a, as an actor um, doing a show like that I put off doing shows like that for years I was offered so many parts like that after I did Bullet Boy um, but when that script came through the first the first season um, I was amazed by it and I was also amazed to know that you know a, a, a middle-class white man had written it do you know what I'm saying or whatever and, um, I did my research and after meeting Ronan, you know, he's, he's, he would tell you himself, he's had a checkered past. It's not been, it's not been all roses for him. He's come, he's come from certain places. I won't go into as for him to talk about, but, um, but yeah, but his understanding of, you know, how to delegate, um, mm-hmm. in order to get the most, the most authentic script, um, is real, you know, and mm-hmm. you have to respect him for that. And his consultants on there are all people that have lived the life of these characters. Mm. Um, his main consultant that he has, um, Jerry, um, is is Duchesne, basically. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so you know, he, he's always had a huge influence um, every season on, on storylines. And what Ronan does is kind of captures, like you said, real mm. parts of life. So it's not an entire story, but, you know, things that happen in the show are from different real stories that have happened in in his community he's grown mm. up in you know he, he came up in east london and lived in east london for a long time his family's lived there his kids have grown up there um and he's ingrained in that community people know him and he knows them so he he, he definitely always wants to respect mm. you know that's one thing our whole ethos at top boy is like if we have to make the people that we're telling the story about like the show yeah if they don't like it, then we haven't done our job, you know what I mean? And that's where it starts first and foremost. Mm. Then the rest of the world can enjoy it. But the people in that community, the people that the lives that we're portraying, they have to be able to watch that show and feel like they've they've been represented in the right way, good or bad. Is that ever a lot of pressure on your shoulders and the rest of the crew to do justice to these stories? Because a lot of this stuff can be romanticized in the wrong way if it was if it fell in the wrong hands to your point about other people coming your way for these kind of stories does it ever feel like a big kind of weight to to, to carry this out because yeah you honor that yeah. definitely is definitely is i mean listen you know it's not all all roses there's mm. times where there's some people that are don't like it um yeah. Some people feel like, why you, you know, you could do this better you, or this very different. Well, yeah, you could do it better. Sometimes it's just a basic thing where people are like, why are you snitching? 
Why are you telling it? <laughs> why are you dry snitching and telling the world how we do things and how we rah, 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 whatever? And I, I've had those confrontations before, wow. but, um, but on a whole, you know, we get a lot of love and, and, and respect. But there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure on our shoulders. Listen, there's a lot of people behind mm-hmm. the scenes that make this show possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is that me, um, Kane. Michael Ward, mm-hmm. you know, Jasmine, we have to, we're the ones that we wear it at the end of the right. day. And the mask on your face, head, we right, are, right? Yeah, we are the faces of the show, so we have to take, we take the brunt of it. No one knows the producers and, yeah. and the other people behind the scenes, so. Um, so it is difficult, but that's why we spend so much time getting it right. And mm. just making sure every part of it is right, because mm. it's important to us, it's important to others. And it's important for our, for our futures as well, and our, sometimes our safety, even. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because it's that real for so many people. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it, it really translates. It really does, and it's there's such a love for it, um, and it, and it obviously you know translates across uh, cultures. You know, Drake example being a good one of that. Uh, just to go quickly back to Ronan, then, how much better do you feel like TV and film would be if a lot of creators and directors operated with this kind of process of paying respect and tribute to the community in which stories are coming from so i asking questions and representing versus assuming and stereotyping i mean it's a difficult one because i do feel like you know most people i know even when they don't get it right are trying to get it right their intentions are good Mm. um but you know you have to be i mean listen this is a tough industry you have to fight Sure. You have to fight for for what you believe in and you have to be willing to walk away a lot of the time mm. if it doesn't work. And what happens when you put your when you put your um your script and stuff in the hands of of other people, i.e. networks, i.e. streaming services, and they're paying for everything or whatever, they will battle you. Yeah. They will be thinking about sensationalizing, they will be thinking about what's going to keep people coming back. Who they serve. You know what I mean? Who they serve and, you know, their figures and their viewing figures, etc. So, and you have to be, you have to balance that because you do have to give in to some of that. Sure. Um, But you also have to keep the level of integrity where it needs to be in order for people to stay engaged, but Mm. also be entertained. Um, And, you know, that's what we do. But it's tough for people. I'd say like Ronan, is i think more than anything even he's got skills in his writing and skills in the way he delegates but more than anything he is a hard guy (laughs) he's a like you know you can have you can have some serious conversations with him um about script changes and stuff like that and he won't mind you he won't mind me saying this but um but uh he if he wants to tell you no he'll tell you no He'll you let you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, he'll let you Not know. Not shy and, about it. And, and that's how it's always been. And we got mad respect for him because that's of that. Beautiful. I love it though. Respect to him for sure. And just kind of segueing a little then, you have done a lot of work for the community yourself as well. Um, you've done drama workshops for the Prince's Trust. You've been a mentor to up and coming actors like Michael Ward. Uh, how important is it for you to help that next generation? And what would you say to anyone listening in um, who might might want to be an actor and doesn't know how to get in the door because it's so saturated now? Um, yeah, I mean, look, listen, the, the, the next, being part of the next step, mm-hmm. uh, the next wave is important. It's important for two reasons. It's important for me to stay relevant, sure. um, to somehow attach myself to 
the youngers coming up, um, obviously, and keep myself fresh. But it's important for, for the industry for it to continue and keep on going. You have to, you know, what, whatever I've learned, um, I learned for free, um, mm. essentially. And I have to give that back freely uh, to everyone. That's the main part of this. That's how any organization, any group carries on and continues. You know, things are passed down, traditions, steps, whatever you want to call them are passed down to others. Um, so that's what we do. And you can do it in, I don't like to do it in a preaching way. I mean, yeah. that, that our main thing is, is kingdom, essentially our drama that, that we've run for the last seven years. That's been the main, hub for us to kind of you know generate new talent to spot new talent to help push new talent and stuff like that um but yeah it's so important it's so important to to just kind of give advice and let people know i can't i can only talk from my experience so i do a lot of things where uh, they're calling master classes but they're not because that would assume i'm teaching people how to act but um actually what i'm doing is just telling people about my story the the places i failed and the places I won, um, and the rest is down to you. You know, like you said earlier on, you have to have the drive, the hunger, um, and the gift has to be given to you already because you're born with the gift if you've got it. Mm. It's not something that you can you can put into someone. No one is a, a motherboard in a computer that I can just put a special chip into and you become the, the person that you're, you're aiming to be. Mm. It has to be within you already. Mm. What we do is give you a home for it. You know what mm. I mean? What we do is hone it. What we do is, 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 is you know, hone chip your away you. that greatness. Yeah, and just chip away and mm. let you be free enough to, and comfortable enough to to let that loose. Um, and yeah, it's it's good to see people flourish in that way. I, I mean, I've mentored a lot of people from like from the streets mm. into paid acting work where you mm. wouldn't even recognize them anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? I've, I meet, I meet them and they're. They got four court cases going on for knife crime and stuff like that. And then two years later, they're in bulletproof with me or, okay. do you know what I mean? Uh, getting an agent and talking about talking about their craft the way that I am. And it's like, they're unrecognizable. Um, and that's what I love about, I love about this. You know what I mean? It's like everyone, everyone can make it, do you mm. know what I mean? In whatever you, you want to do, um, but you just have to believe. And you have to persevere and you sometimes you have to have some patience and a lot of the time you have to have some blind faith amen you know, really blind important. faith is a big one yeah. kudos to you though because a lot of what you've just described is life-changing and you get to change people's lives um because you have been kind of the soldier that's gone over the mountain and done the hard work and cleared the way now mm. you you can you can bring other people with you and, and that really does change lives and and hopefully um generations you know yeah hope so beautiful all right i want to get into some more fun stuff with you if we can um so what are your new year's resolutions give me some something that you maybe attach yourself to for 2021 obviously 2020 was a crazy year for so many people um what about this year are you leaning into some more for yourself for your family did you have a resolution Um just uh, you know what just um trying to live for the day um rather than um you know living in the in the future or the past i spent a lot of last year dwelling on the past and things i didn't do right or whatever and then you know thinking about um what's going to happen in the future having anxiety sometimes over it but when you do those things you're pretty much ruining the day that you're in 
um, and not living it to the fullest and you have to maximise that. And I'd say as well, just trying to, um, you know, there's a lot of things about like trying to not, um, trying to not let people know when I'm, when I'm hurt too much. Um, it's good to it's good to live your emotions truthfully, um, but I think I'm trying to practice as much as I can, seeing what I can do in scenarios um, more than pushing that out. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like you know you find yourself more than projecting, as, kind of thing. yeah, more than projecting, yeah, like just always trying to find what I could have done better in in any scenario. Um, that will kind of help you to not. I think when you're kind of blaming other people or leaning towards that way, it slows down your progression in any in, in any sense. Um, you give away then, your power yeah, as well. Doing yeah, that. you're giving away your power. And then, I mean, other than that, nothing. Like when it comes to, you know, just things like, um, let's say smoking. I gave up on purpose before New Year's because, you know, there's a lot of things in life that you don't need to wait for a day right. to do. Um, and I've tried using that day as a, uh, a time to do something, but actually what it means, I feel, if you're waiting for a time to do it, is that you're not ready to do it, you know, and if you're ready to do something, you do it there and then, so, mm. um, yeah, other than that, like, you know, it's just ways of life, it's just, there's no actual material or physical things that I want to change, just more about how I deal with myself, I'm mm. meditating a lot now, I'm praying a lot more, um and just like just rolling with my higher power a lot more now like you know what i mean so yes i I don't i don't the circle's got a lot smaller in that sense it needs to sometimes families families become much more prominent uh, yeah prominent and important in 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 my journey that's beautiful how do you deal with vulnerability now um yeah i mean i i deal with it um (laughs) <laughs> if, 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 if you're not, if, yeah, it's one of those things. I think, like, humility is important, man. Mm. You know, humility and vulnerability is really important. Surrendering, surrendering to to your higher power, whoever that may be for you, mm-hmm. is the one of the most important things you can do. Because at that point, you realize, you know, you are not God. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. higher power means something. There's something bigger than you mm-hmm. that is getting you to where you need to be um, and when you, if you can hand that over and take that weight off your shoulders um, life is so much easier absolutely much easier. you can you can focus on the important things you can't control people places things you have no control over them um, you can only control what your actions are how you're going to respond to things mm. uh, and when you can understand that you know, life is life is a cinch, man. It's the, you know, it is, it's and it syncs up, and everything flows. And it actually goes to what we were saying a little earlier around blind faith. I'm a big yeah. believer in that now, today, in this point of my life. But it wasn't always that way. I'm impatient like you as well. So yeah. it took me so long to kind of go, you know, ah, just chill, yeah. bring yeah, it just, down. Yeah, just work on you. Work on you. In the meantime, while you're waiting to fill that void, that, that, that restless void that some people have of impatience or whatever. Just just work on you. Amen. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I said I wasn't going to go deep, but then I went deep, sorry. Um, all right, let's get another fun one in there. So this show is called The Social. Uh, yeah. As you know, what is your drink of choice if you do drink? Uh, and if you don't, what is your mocktail of choice? Or 
Sorry. Sorry. Um, so I don't drink. Okay. Um, okay. I quit drinking. Um, but good for you. Um, mocktails, not don't really know. I've never yeah. had a, a mocktail really mocktail. experience. But I'm I'm like. What would you get at a bar now that you don't drink? Outside of water, you can't say water. That's disqualified. Water. No. Um, I'm into. I'm proper into San San Pellegrino. Okay. Which one? Lemon or orange? Lemon, lemon, lemonade. Good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do the pomegranate one every now and then. You got to um, find the pomegranate one though. That's like you have to yeah, go to Visa yeah, for that one. Yeah, yeah. Hard yeah, to source. Really hard to get. You don't have it readily in the yeah, shop. Yeah. But that's my drink of source. But other than that, it would be water, man. Because um, diet diet wise, it's important. You know, water is so good for you. And what is your self care now then? Because today is Sunday. Um, I know you're big in your fitness and then how is that journey going and how do you attach yeah, that to other principles of self-care? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, my fitness is so so important to me um, and that's kind of been a lot of the reasons why, you know, the drinking stopped mm, and, mm-hmm. and the smoking stopped and stuff like that because <clears throat> um, as much as I was work, as hard as I was working on my myself and my body mm. um, inside and out, it was, you know, those things were just killing me literally um mm-hmm. day by day you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i had to give those things up and um you know just taking care of myself you know when it comes to pedicures and um just staying you know i have a thing about recently especially as well just kind of making sure i'm you know dressing becoming mm. uh, a lot of people it's, so, it's been so easy for me to because i spent so much time doing fitness it's been easy like you see now i'm even i'm in fitness clothes and um, I spent most of last year um, in tracksuits, um, short shorts, and you know gym gym t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, turning up to meetings like that or whatever. But um, my last three months, I've been m- much more focused on making myself feel better in that sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to, I mean, self care is more for me is more deeply centered in my mental mm-hmm. state. Uh, of mind and um, so I meditate every morning um, and I pray every morning I write a gratitude list every morning you know 10 things I'm grateful for um, and a lot of reading as well um, just to try and um, set myself up for the day it's like a it's like a toolbox for um, for success throughout the day and just remind, reminding yourself on a daily basis that you know the person you want to be someone said to me the other day which i think is a brilliant way of saying it. it's just like just so like a doorknob association and that's like um you know every doorknob that you touch to turn to go into somewhere um before you when you touch that doorknob thinking about the person that you want to be mm. to the people behind that door wow. so you know i'm coming home or i'm going into an office or whatever just thinking about this the uh, sort of Ashley I want that person to know mm. sort of per- Ashley I want that person to see um, and you know those sort of things are as, as deep as they may sound um, lead to a lot of self progression mm. man and self awareness as well um, you know our new our new pathways that we're so used to using mm. that take us down the wrong road a lot of the time mm. uh, it takes us as long to learn how to use other ones and new ones um so a lot of this is about you know doing something for a certain amount of time like they say with smoking if you've been a smoker for long 
your cravings will stop after 28 days. Mm. You know what I mean? You have to repeat something for a long period of time before you you see the benefits of it. Um, and I'm into stuff like that, like challenging that. myself in that sense. So. I have a book yeah. I'm going to recommend to you once we get back off air, but uh, beautiful. And also what a interesting journey it is to fight against those neural pathways and fight against your kind of conditioning of maybe who you were versus who you want to become and living in that middle space can sometimes be very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Mm. So for example, training is a great example of that. You're not going to be the person you want on day one, but you'll get stronger and you'll get better and people want that immediate response sometimes and they give up and they and they get discouraged and living in that discomfort i think is the most beautiful most textured thing a person can do because you allow yourself the journey and you allow yourself the evolution of yourself so even with the different doorknobs that you'll lean into every single day hopefully if you do it right you're a different actually a better version of ashley as he meditates yeah. as he reads as he prays so you know so beautiful for you to lean into these practices yeah definitely it's a life and listen it's a lifelong process it's mm. not you know you have to be willing for the the journey to be forever Amen. you have to surrender you have to surrender to that to that journey it's a hard thing for people to do but um but yeah what would it be without the journey do you know what yeah, i mean at the end absolutely. of the day anytime i've achieved anything i think is great um i want something else afterwards mm. i want it to be more um, and and actually what I enjoyed most about it was getting it, was getting there. Do you know what I mean? And the conversations I had on the way, the people I've met, um, the struggle, you know, and the relief when you kind of, you get through something. Um, so yeah, people need to, you know, the beauty is in the struggle, like the saying goes, you know what I mean? Mm. And people have to respect that. The beauty is in the struggle. Ashley, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. If you guys have not seen Ashley's Instagram page and you need some fitness inspo, go check this guy <laughs> out. He is ripped and he's working hard. Um, thank you again so, so much. I will be back with some great tunes for you guys. You're listening to The Beat London on a 3.6 FM with me, Bashak. Keep it on the beat.